Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Would you be the jerk for demanding a coworker pay you back for giving them a ride to work? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for telling my son's boyfriend he can't just keep showing up at the house? My youngest son Tyler, 15-year-old male, has a boyfriend Marius, 16-year-old male. Now I like Marius fine for the most part, other than the motorcycle he rides Tyler on all over perdition and being a little rough around the edges, but lately in the last few weeks he's literally always around. He comes for dinner, breakfast, and stays long after he should already gone home. He'll just sometimes be there at the house waiting for Tyler to get home from like a family outing. I can also tell it's starting to bother Tyler and he looks like he might want a little distance. Yesterday I caught Marius after he dropped Tyler home from football and asked him what was up and why he'd been around so much lately. He just kind of shrugged and wouldn't say much. Well, I tried to explain the best I could that we love having him around, but that maybe it would be best if he went back to his regular business hours. Or that maybe Tyler could go over to his place sometimes. He kind of got this weird look on his face and just said, yeah, fine. This morning, I hear Tyler yelling profanities upstairs. I go to investigate and he starts in on how I could say anything to Marius like that. A little confused, I asked why he was so upset. Tyler confided in me that Marius recently came out to his dad who wasn't taking it great and he'd been avoiding going home and I basically told him to stay away. I apologized, especially since I didn't know all the details just that he seemed uncomfortable with all the attention. Tyler somberly told me that he was, but that he was sucking it up for Marius. Am I the jerk? I just think OP clearly didn't know in this situation, and upon inquiring about it, they weren't let into the know. I don't think OP had bad intentions here. Would you guys say that OP was the jerk? Personally, I don't think so. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to raise my son's child as I raised my daughter's child? I, 57-year-old male, have two kids, Erica, 24-year-old female, and Dave, adopted, 25-year-old male, with my husband, Liam, 62-year-old male. When Erica was 16, she got pregnant and decided to keep her baby. I was very upset, as I felt the child would impact her future and she wasn't thinking of the consequences. However, after having her son Adam, 8-year-old male, she became more responsible and my husband helped raise Adam while she did high school and part-time when she completed her degree. She now works and supports herself and Adam. Dave announced recently that he and Anna, 25-year-old female, are expecting their first child. This caused tension in our family. Erica is my daughter from my first marriage and is mixed race while me, Liam, Anna, and Dave are white. Anna went to the same school as my kids and made comments about both Erica and Adam's heritage and shaming Erica for being a teen mom. Dave told us that Anna has grown as a person and that she's changed, but Erica refused to be around Anna spending holidays with her mom and was angry that Dave would have a relationship with Anna after what she did. Anna has apologized after that talk, but Erica feels the apology is insincere and too late, but does now attend family events and mostly ignores Anna, but will not allow Adam to be near her. I'm struggling to balance both relationships with my kids. 
Anna and Dave recently invited us all to their gender reveal, and I thought this would be a good way to move forward as a family, as we all agreed to attend. After the gender reveal, Dave asked Liam and I for our car keys, as he wanted to load some of the baby shower presents in our car. I was confused and asked why. Apparently both he and Anna thought that we helped raise Adam. We would help raise their new baby, so they wanted to load our car with some of the diapers and baby clothes for when we look after our new grandchild. We told them no, as we're too old now and that they're both financially stable to look after the new baby. While we're happy to occasionally help out, they should be responsible for their own child as they're old enough. Dave said that him and Anna have lots of student debt and can't afford to take time off and need the childcare more as Erica got a single parent grant to help pay tuition. They called me and Liam unfair as them raising a child is expensive now and that we should help out. Davis said that we ruined Anna's big day as an expecting mom, and that we should have at least said no in private, but thinks that at least for the first few years should be hands-on grandparents. Dave also accused us of favoring Erica over him, even though we said the situations are both different. I'm about to retire, and Liam and I have had plans for years about going back to our home country, which they both know. I would have said I was in the right here, but even Erica thinks we're being too harsh on Dave and Anna. So I think OP is definitely not the jerk. To put it bluntly, if you are in a position where you knowingly and willingly create another human being, you should be capable of taking care of that human being without having to rely on somebody else to do the hard work for you. I pity these kids because of the parents and their inability to be parents. Our next story is, am I the jerk for ruining a child's birthday party and getting the parents in trouble? I, 32-year-old male, live in an apartment complex with a pool. There is no active lifeguard or anyone really monitoring it like most apartment pools. On Saturday, my boyfriend and I went to hang out at the pool around 2pm. We get there and it's packed. Like way too packed. I knew this couldn't all be residents. There were maybe 25 to 30 Hispanic people with beer, glass bottles of Modelo as well, double rule break, with the alcohol and glass loud music, and they were also using both of the grills on the patio. After investigating further, it looked like one of the small families that I've seen around the complex was having a birthday party for their kid. Our complex technically has a rule that all non-residents must be checked in at the office to use the pool, but there's no way to enforce this and nobody really pays attention to that rule. But a whole freaking birthday party? The entire pool was filled with kids. It doesn't specifically say no parties, but it says be respectful of other spaces and not to hog items like grills, hot tubs, umbrella tables. My boyfriend and I tried to lay out in the corner, but it wasn't working. After another couple told us how displeased they were with this party too, my boyfriend suggested we say something. We left and stopped by the front office and told them about the party. About an hour later, we started seeing them all leaving the pool. It looked like the party was shut down. This morning, we got a note on our door from the hosts of the party. I don't even know how they knew it was us or what unit we lived in, but that's beside the point. The note called us jerks for what we did and now said they're under a lease review, where the office could decide to evict them if they want. So they thanked us for potentially getting a poor, small family kicked out. I said that we weren't the only ones who had a problem, and if we didn't do it, they would have eventually gotten caught. I also told them that whatever happens is their own fault for blatantly breaking the rules. Am I the jerk? I don't really think OP is the jerk here for what they did. I mean, as far as the rules go, it literally was not supposed to be something they could do. 
Although I think a lot of people are upset at OP for specifically saying there were maybe 25 to 30 Hispanic people with beer, and basically asking why did OP feel the need to mention the race of the people, as if that held any relevance to whether or not they're the jerk, or the rest of the story. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my brother that he's undateable? My brother Bill, 30-year-old male, has been trying online dating for three years but with no success. We live in a more rural area, so there aren't that many single women around his age to begin with. The ones who are available, well, Bill didn't think they were good enough. He asked me to edit his Hinge profile so he can attract a mate. I looked it over and, dang, his profile has paragraphs of what he's looking for in a woman. Skinny, cute, under 30, average to high income, and lives locally. She must be into anime and gaming. The only pictures he's got are grainy selfies or pictures with one or both parents, mostly our mom. Bill lives with our parents and has been working as a door greeter at Walmart since he was 18. I told Bill that he doesn't need to overhaul his page, he needs to overhaul his life. No woman meeting his wants would want to date an obese 30 year old living off his parents and working a job Walmart normally gives to old people to stay busy. Bill freaked out on me and told our mom. She's upset because I tried to tear him down when he needed my help. She wants me to apologize, but what's there to apologize? I just told Bill what was wrong and that he should consider changing his life if he really wants what he wants. Am I the jerk? No, I'm not saying that you have to be the most handsome looking person to attract somebody that would fit all of these check boxes. Well, first of all, I think you're going to have a very hard time finding anybody that checks off all those boxes. That said, I wholeheartedly agree with OP. Even if his living situation was what it was, nobody's going to take a chance on a guy who comes off the way they do with the paragraphs and the grainy pictures. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not wanting to keep gifts in the family that were presents for my daughter? I, male 41, am a single dad to my daughter, 14. Her mom couldn't care less about our daughter, so it's always been my daughter and I. Almost two years ago, my daughter got diagnosed with cancer. At first it was leukemia, but it eventually spread to her brain. Watching her go through this made me realize how strong and tough my girl is. On the 9th, my daughter unexpectedly got admitted to the hospital. Her birthday was the next day, and she told me she wanted to wait until she got home to open presents and celebrate her birthday. So she and I ended up eating cake and watching movies in her hospital room for her birthday. After that, her health declined pretty rapidly a week later. The 17th, she passed away. I had all her presents ready in the recliner she always sits in for when she came home. Well, that never happened. So they've just been sitting there. The family had also brought over gifts for her, mostly simple things they knew she would like. Clothes, blankets, water bottles, etc. I got her an iPad as well as a few small things. This morning, my mom, dad, and sister came over to my house for the first time since she passed. We were going to make a picture board and slideshow for her funeral. After we started working on both, my sister noticed the presents and asked if my daughter ever opened them. I explained she wanted to wait until she got home to celebrate and open the presents, and I haven't felt right moving them yet. My sister and mom said we should just give them to my sister's twin daughters, who are turning 13 in about two weeks. I said I wouldn't feel comfortable knowing my nieces are using our gifts meant for my daughter, and if I was to do anything with the gifts, I would donate the ones I can to the children's hospital. My mom and sister argue that it's right to keep the gifts in the family rather than going to complete strangers, and I'm just being a selfish jerk. I definitely couldn't call OP a jerk. 
This is an absolutely heartbreaking story. And I can't blame OP for feeling internally twisted in some way knowing that those gifts are being used by family members where you might see them again. You might see them in worse condition after they got roughed up and for some reason that just makes you feel some type of way. Like I just kind of get the mindset of giving it away to a kid in need who can use it and who can enjoy it and you can kind of just let it go beyond that. This next story is, am I the jerk for not changing my t-shirt after it offended my religious uncle? My 18 year old female, family and I went out for a meal the other day. As we're staying with my grandma and uncle, neither of whom have any desire or ability to cook. Since we've been traveling in the car all day for about 6 hours to get where they live, a notoriously uncomfortable activity, I pulled on a simple comfortable t-shirt and a pair of leggings to meet them at the restaurant as well as a hoodie to wear since it was raining. For context, the restaurant we were meeting them at was Weatherspoons. Hardly fine dining, and a t-shirt and leggings is 100% appropriate attire at face value. When we had finished saying hello and everything and sat down, I took my hoodie off. My uncle looked at my t-shirt and immediately hissed at me asking what I was thinking wearing a t-shirt like that in public, and to go back to the hotel and change. I refused because I didn't want to walk all the way back to the hotel in a thunderstorm just to change my t-shirt. The hotel is about a 5 minute walk away, but I didn't want to delay people getting their food for 15 minutes while I walked there, changed and came back, and also it was raining cats and dogs. The t-shirt in question has a joking picture of the cover of one of those vintage kids books published by Ladybug in the 50s. It says, Activities for children. Let's summon demons and what looks to be some kind of satanic ritual happening in the middle. It's by an artist called Stephen Rhodes, who made a lot of similar t-shirts, and it's the first one that comes up if you google, let's summon demons t-shirt. My uncle is very religious, hair Krishna, and refused to speak to me for the rest of the evening after telling me the t-shirt was extremely inappropriate for someone my age to be wearing anyway. Honestly that was fine by me as all he actually talks about is his religion anyway, so I just played hangman with my sister on the back of a kid's menu until our food arrived. After we left, my dad said I really should have just gone back to change my t-shirt, and now he's getting crap from my uncle for allowing me to wear the t-shirt in the first place. I hate to see my dad stressed, and it really was only a short walk back to the hotel to change. From my point of view, I really don't think the t-shirt is even that offensive, however I totally recognize that I might have been the jerk for being stubborn rather than just changing. My uncle is still refusing to speak to me, and I'm wondering if I should have just caved. Am I the jerk? 100% not the jerk. This uncle is so uptight, he needs to get over himself. And honestly, if they're not going to talk to you again after that incident, sounds to me like OP's not really missing out on much. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my girlfriend her home decor is the reason I won't host a work gathering in her place? I've male 32, been with my girlfriend, female 29, for over a year now. She's smart, funny, a bit quirky, and has a serious job with a good salary. We have a great time together, and generally get along very well. The only thing is her choice in home decor is bizarre to put it frankly, and not something you think a normal grown adult would be into. Her apartment is definitely a reflection of herself and interests. Not in the best way though. My girlfriend has a wall dedicated to animation in one room of her apartment, like Futurama pieces and etchings of some weird triangle guy. Then there's the wall of framed preserved insects in another room, 
but not insects like butterflies or moths. Instead, she displays tarantulas, beetles, and large stick insects. Her bathroom has a subtle theme of the ocean, pretty common. But instead of starfish or shells, she has a little anglerfish nightlight, a small vampiric squid painting, and then a framed diagram of what apparently is a goblin shark right by the toilet. I would say a majority of her home decor and furnishings are okay. The apartment itself is very modern and sleek. It's just the random decor and juvenile-ish themes like cartoons, insects, and bizarre ocean creatures is off-putting. This is where I might be the jerk. I avoid bringing people over to her place, especially people from my job, because of how juvenile it looks. Everyone's impressed when they see the high-rise, but that quickly fades once you enter. The one time I brought a work colleague over, they ended up telling me after that they found her insect wall terrifying. I work in finance, and appearances and first impressions are important. My office will hold casual gatherings where we get together for a few drinks, good food, and we rotate hosts. And this time, it's my turn. The problem is my place is under some construction and not an ideal place to be right now, so I've been staying with my girlfriend. My girlfriend suggested that we... Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I host my colleagues here since she has the space and thinks it'll be fun. I told her I planned on skipping my rotation and seeing if the next person would be okay with hosting early. She kept pressing on why I didn't want them over here, so I finally said it's because her home decor is strange and not something a grown woman would have, and also that her insect wall horrified the one colleague that did come over. My girlfriend got mad and said at the end of the day, it's not my space and these things bring her joy. She also said that she is indeed an adult woman, which is exactly why her apartment is decorated in such a manner. I love my girlfriend, I do, and it's okay to have different interests. But does an adult really need to decorate with them besides a few things here and there? I mean, my own mother asked if my girlfriend was autistic after she saw the entire apartment for the first time. So Reddit, am I the jerk for telling my girlfriend her home decor is the reason I won't host a work gathering at her place? Although I agree that her place is quite different, I don't think it's too crazy. I mean, I don't know if everybody in OP's life is just sheltered, but like it's okay for people to be quirky or like things that are a little unique. I don't think OP's outright the jerk for not wanting to host their get together at her place, but every other thing OP did here to utterly put her down and shame her for living the way she does definitely makes OP the jerk in my eyes. Our next story is, am I the jerk for waking up extra early on my vacation to get some me time on the computer? Currently I, male 31, and my girlfriend, 30, are on vacation in Portugal, which is very cool. We spend the whole day together, do sunbathing, yesterday we went on a beautiful boat trip, 
and all in all we enjoy our time together here. However, we have a problem in our relationship, which is driving us a bit apart and we can't find an even ground. I like to game and I recharge myself while doing so. She doesn't understand it at all. Don't get me wrong, I fully understand that it's not simple to live with somebody who loves it to gaze into a display all the time, which is why I heavily restrict it when we spend time together. I give her my phone while we're out and give it all to be present. Yesterday we came home from the boat trip and wanted to grab some dinner. She went showering and wanted to wash her hair because they were all sandy and salty from the water splashes. While she was showering, I opened my notebook and did one to two quests while waiting for her to step out of the shower. This seemed to be a mistake. She didn't like it one bit. She came out, I finished the quest five minutes, and got ready. After dinner we went sleeping. Today I woke up at 6am and decided to make me a coffee and to start the game while she was sleeping anyway. I left the room and played on mute so she could sleep in peace. My mouse and keyboard are both extra silent, you literally hear nothing especially when you're in the next room. However, she woke up and began to cry and asked, how is it possible that you use every little time frame you get to play on that thing instead of doing something with me? What else can I do than playing in the time slots when we aren't together? Is she right? Am I the jerk here? I think OP's definitely not the jerk, and I think this is a warning sign that you need to figure out some me time in general. One thing that can really rock up a relationship is somebody that becomes too dependent on you always being present and focused on the other person. I mean, if you can't have some space and you can't do the things that you personally enjoy to do and recharges you, this thing is just clearly not going to work out sooner or later. If when she goes to take a shower, you can't hop on the computer and enjoy a game for a while, then you're in for a world of misery if you keep putting up with that. This next story is, am I the jerk for not wanting my husband to go to the gym? So my husband works crazy hours. He's gone six days a week, basically all day. I'm a stay at home mom and I'm going to school online and do some freelance work from home. I get zero breaks. And on his one day off each week, he wants to do stuff as a family so I still don't get a break. Anyway, his work schedule changed so that he's going in an hour later but has to stay an hour later. I thought it was great so he could spend some time with our child in the morning and maybe I could get a shower in that's actually uninterrupted. Well, the first day of the new schedule, I wake up and he's already gone. So I call him and he's at the gym. And I explained it would be nice if he let me know he was going instead of just assuming. Also, we have weights in a whole gym area in our basement, my gift to him. And so I truly don't see why he has to go to the gym and didn't even know he had a membership until now. Then he explained that he's going to use his extra time in the morning now to go to the gym before work. So instead of me getting any break, my days are now two hours longer because he's getting up at 6 to go to the gym and then getting home at 9pm. I also expressed that I think it's highly unfair that I'm unable to do things for my own self-care without a babysitter that I end up paying for and that's if you consider going to the dentist and doctor to be self-care. Anyway, am I the jerk for not being okay with this and standing my ground? He said he's still going to go, and that he can't do all the workouts he needs from our basement. 100% I think OP's not the jerk. They're in a terrible situation where they have no time to be themselves. I think honestly the husband's going to the gym to avoid having to do anything with their family. I don't know how OP is not just utterly blowing up over this. Our next story is, am I the jerk for snapping at the friend I was staying with for wanting to brush his teeth? 
I, 30-year-old female, was visiting a different city for a weekend and staying at the home of a platonic friend, 42-year-old male. His apartment has one bathroom and every time I got up to use it, he would jump up and says he needs to use it first. At first I thought it was some kind of joke, but when I asked he said it was because I take too long. Even when showering, I never took more than 10 minutes, but when not using the shower, it was significantly less than that, and he'll just be a minute. I let it go on the first day and always let him go, because I didn't want to criticize someone who's hosting me, even if I didn't understand why the only time he seemed to need the bathroom was when I was headed towards it. Things came to a head on my second and last day at his place, when we were both sitting on the couch talking for an hour at night, and I made a move to shower and get ready for sleep. He jumped up and said he would brush his teeth first so that he could go to bed without waiting for me to shower. I was upset because I'm sure that had I not made a move for the bathroom, he would have stayed on the couch for longer and told him that it was strange that he only remembered about brushing his teeth when I needed to use the bathroom. He then accused me of being a disrespectful guest and making him justify why he had to brush his teeth. This is just annoying. And yeah, this guy should have a grip on his own schedule to the point where they don't have to feel like, oh, I need to quickly get in so I can do this one maintenance thing. I don't know if this is just like a side effect of TikTok or something, but this dude can't even wait 10-15 minutes if somebody's gonna take a shower. This next story is, am I the jerk for not sitting down at a concert? Last night, my dad and I went to a Muse concert at a stadium. We just wanted to enjoy ourselves. As soon as the concert started, we both stood up and started dancing very badly, along with a lot of other people around us. After the first song, a man next to us asked if we were going to be standing up all night because he couldn't see. He refused to stand up because he had paid for the seat to sit in it and told us to stop dancing and be seated for the rest of the show. My dad, who was probably a bit tipsy at the time, ignored him and continued standing up and dancing, causing the guy to loudly complain about us to those nearby. I felt bad, so I sat down for a couple of songs, but with convincing from my dad, I got up again for the rest of the show and really enjoyed myself. The man eventually stood up for a couple of the more popular songs, but I think we drove him away. Halfway through the show, he left and never came back. I can see both sides. On the one hand, it must have been very frustrating to not be able to see the stage properly, and it was his choice to remain seated if he didn't want to stand. On the other hand, he went to a stadium rock gig and somehow didn't expect people to stand up. Almost everyone else around us was doing the exact same thing. I feel like it was a poor decision to sit at the back if he was so concerned about people ruining his view. There was also another guy behind us who told us at the start that his young son, who was sat at the back with headphones in, also couldn't see. I was told that after a while the kid stood on his seat and could see, but I still feel awful for that, especially because the father was quite polite about it. Am I the jerk? I mean, I guess, you know, it was in the seating section, but I think it's pretty commonplace, especially at certain genres of music, even in the seated section, stand up and get into it. I mean, I'm sorry, but this isn't like a theater play. Most people usually stand up. This next story is, am I the jerk for telling my mom to stop making me teasing my sister-in-law about her? I, 33-year-old male, have a pretty close relationship with my sister, I'll call her Jade, 24-year-old female. We were best friends growing up, and we're still very close to this day. Jade married her wife Audrey, 27-year-old female, last summer after dating for three years. 
For as long as I've known her, Audrey has been this serious person that's all about business with a little sense of humor. I mean, it is understandable because her family of origin really wanted this for her. Jade doesn't share much about her marriage, but it is obvious that Audrey keeps a distance from everyone. I understand that and love her because Jade hasn't been happier. Now back to the event. I dropped off my son, Liam, 8 year old male, at his aunt's place to go on a trip with my wife for two weeks. This was two months ago. Liam adores Jade and was happy to be staying with his aunties. Jade would update us and send a few pictures every day, and it was lovely to see Audrey as involved in the whole process as Jade was. She has a busy schedule, but she was there having a blast with Liam in every photo. After we got back, I learned that Liam and Audrey had formed a secret friendship because apparently he was the first family member from our side that met her. They kept it a secret for the sake of fun and mystery and would have fun together every time I dropped him off with them. Now, they felt like they wanted to be a new kind of team and are sharing this with us. I thought it was really cute, and I started teasing Audrey ever since by saying things like, even vampires have a lot of love to give. I called her a vamp because she's pale, or Liam's been telling me you give pretty good hugs. She doesn't even hug Jade when she's hanging with us. I said these things during dinner yesterday, and Audrey herself was just smiling as she always does when I tease her. Out of nowhere, my mom tells me to stop disrespecting Audrey in front of everyone. She has the tendency to think of the worst and act like a volcano for no reason at all. I said I'm clearly not disrespecting her because I'm still alive, and if I did, Jade would probably cut me in half. She said I needed to stop this childish behavior. Audrey said it didn't cause her any trouble, Jade said it was fine, but mom said it was her home and she didn't want any of her guests to be uncomfortable. I said then maybe she should stop making these jokes about herself and let her guests enjoy their time together. My dad also picked her side and the entire evening was awkward. My mom has sent me a lengthy text saying how it was rude of me to disrespect her at her own home. I kind of felt bad afterwards and wanted to see if what I did was indeed jerk behavior. Please tell me if I was being a jerk. Thank you. You know, personally being not the most socially outgoing person myself, I kind of despise the people who treat people the way OP does. It's the same kind of thing where when you're in a friend group or a group chat and you haven't talked in a long time and you finally pop in and reply to one random comment and all of a sudden you get somebody that says, wow, you came out of hibernation or oh my god guys, take a picture. It's just the teasing that makes you uncomfortable and I don't blame other people for saying, hey, let's tone that down because I just don't appreciate that. Our next story is, am I the jerk for demanding my coworker pay me for a ride to work after many months of giving her a free ride? For the last 14 months, I've been driving one of my coworkers to and from work. She only lives a mile up the road from me and is on the way, so I've never asked her for a dime or accepted when she's offered me money. From my perspective, I'm going there either way, and her overall household expenses are higher than my own, so it felt like the thing to do. Over the weekend, my car went to the shop. I told my coworker that I wouldn't be available to give her a ride either Monday or Tuesday. She said it wasn't a problem because her boyfriend's off this week and would give her a ride. I asked if I could bum a ride as well. I even offered to walk her home so they wouldn't have to drive backwards. She asked her boyfriend about it and he said he would, but he wanted $20 for the two days. I know it's just $20, but that set me off. I declined the offer and said I'd find my own ride. At work yesterday, she asked about my car. I told her I'd be getting my car Tuesday night after work, but that going forward I'd like $30 a week. 
a third of my gas costs if she wanted to ride with me. She was upset about this and said her boyfriend had only wanted money from me because by having me in the car, he was being forced to drive straight home when he picked me up. I pointed out that I've been happy to drive straight home to help her out for over a year and that it probably wouldn't have killed him to show me at least some level of appreciation. Today she said she'd no longer be riding with me after talking about it with her boyfriend. She said she felt disappointed with me for holding his actions against her and that I was being petty. A couple other co-workers told me throughout the day that her boyfriend's just a jerk and she doesn't really have a say at home, but overall agreed with me that it was a jerk move. From my perspective, this dude directly benefits from me thanks to his girlfriend not needing a car of her own or spending a dime in travel, and my coworker should have defended me. Do you all think I'm being petty about this? I really don't think OP is being petty about this. There might be some kind of argument that it's the boyfriend's car and he has a right to say whether or not OP pays up, but yeah, I feel like OP does deserve some defense and it's only two days. I agree with OP that considering her go-to was having her boyfriend drive her when OP couldn't drive her, being that OP directly saved that boyfriend money by being the carpooler. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another absolutely crazy am I the jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.